Welcome to the Caris Christian Center podcast. Can you hear the angels sing glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill to men. Thank God because of Jesus has come. We can be at peace with God and we can receive God's goodwill today. Today I want to talk just for a few minutes about the greatest gift and the greatest giver. I really believe You know, we've all received different kinds of gifts. There's physical gifts, relational gifts, financial gifts. There's also spiritual gifts. When I think about all of the other kinds of gifts that I've received in life, other than the spiritual gift, I think about the greatest gift that I've ever received in life is my wife, Barbara. And about 39 and a half years ago, I received Barbara from her dad, the minister asked, who gives this woman to be married to this man? And he replied, her mother and I. The greatest gift that I've ever received in a physical or relational gift is the gift of my wife, Barbara. You know, the Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 22, that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains the favor of the Lord. But then I think about the greatest gift that I've ever received in a spiritual way. And that is what we're celebrating today. We're celebrating the gift of God's Son, Jesus. The gift of Jesus. The Bible tells us in John chapter 3, verse 16 and verse 17, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but should have eternal life. Verse 17 says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So I thank God for this greatest of all gifts, the gift of Jesus. From the greatest of all givers, the gift, the giver, our Father God. But what did we receive when we received the gift of Jesus? The first thing that I think about is that we received righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness simply means right standing with God. And the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 5, in verse 17, for if one by one man, it talks about this in verse 17, by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Righteousness is a gift, and we receive it when we believe on Jesus. The Bible actually says this in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. God made him, Jesus, to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Aaron recently quoted someone when he was teaching And he said, the only righteousness that we'll ever really receive is the righteousness of Jesus. And the only sin that Jesus ever had was the sin of man. Jesus became a sin offering so that we can be made right with God, and it's a gift. Romans chapter 4 tells us in verse 5 and verse 6 how we receive that gift. He says, but to him who works not but believes on him who justifies the ungodly. He says, his faith is counted or imputed to him for righteousness. 
even as David also describes the blessedness of the man to whom God imputes righteousness. God gives us righteousness without works, apart from our works. Now that's really, really amazing. But Paul goes on and says one more thing in verse 8 that just, it's just one of those wow statements. And he says, blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. So when you believe on Jesus Christ as your Savior, God gives you the righteousness of Jesus as a gift. Right standing with God. Amen. And then it says he's not imputing sin. He's not even keeping a record of your sin. That's what we call amazing grace. You know, the Bible tells us this about righteousness in Romans chapter 5, verse 21. He says, as sin reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life. The second gift that God has given us. Number one, he's given us the gift of righteousness in Jesus. Number two, he's given us the gift of eternal life. Romans chapter 6, verse 23 says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. What is eternal life? Jesus defined it in John chapter 17 and verse 3 when he said, this is eternal life, that they may know me and that they may know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Eternal life is knowing God. Eternal life is having a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And there's only one way that we can receive eternal life. We receive it by believing on Jesus. And it's talking about knowing God. I believe that's the real goal of the gospel, that every person would know God. Paul talks about it in Philippians chapter 3 when he says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection being made conformable to his death. God gave us Jesus so that we can come back into a personal, intimate relationship with him. And that's when we believe on Jesus Christ. So what do we receive when we receive Jesus? We receive, number one, righteousness, right standing with God through Jesus, the righteousness of Jesus. Number two, we receive eternal life. We receive a relationship with God. We get to know God through Jesus. But the third thing I think we receive is we receive the gift of salvation and all of the benefits of salvation. You know, the Bible actually says this in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. It says, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. Salvation is a gift of God. When we think about salvation, a lot of times we think about this is spending eternity with God. But salvation is so much more. When you study both the Greek words for salvation and save, the word for save is sozo. The word for salvation is soteria. And it's an inclusive word. It means forgiveness, healing, freedom, peace, and provision. We get all of those things in salvation. We get all of those things when we're saved. Forgiveness, healing, 
freedom, peace, and provision. It's an inclusive word. It's talking about wholeness, spirit, soul, and body. David wrote about it in Psalm 103, verse 1 through 5. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. And forget not all of His benefits. And he begins to tell us what those benefits are. He says, who forgives all of your iniquities. He forgives all of our sin. Who heals all of our diseases. Jesus not only took all of our sin on the cross, he took all of our sickness and all of our disease. He says in verse 3, who redeems your life from destruction. If you study that out in the Hebrew, it means that he is presently actively redeeming our life from destruction. And what the devil meant for bad, God can turn around and use it for good. He says he crowns us with loving favor and tender mercies. Aren't you glad that God gives us favor and tender mercy? Finally, he says in verse 5, who satisfies our mouth with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagle's. So when I think about this gift, the greatest of all gifts, the gift of Jesus, I think about all of these things. I think, number one, we receive right standing with God. Number two, we receive eternal life. We, re we receive a relationship with God through Jesus. Number three, we receive salvation, wholeness, spirit, soul, and body. We receive all the promises of God in Jesus. But the last thing, and not the least, that I want to share that God gave us in Jesus is God gave us the Holy Spirit. And there are really two aspects of the Holy Spirit that I want to talk about today. The first one is when you receive Jesus as your personal Lord, as your personal Savior, you receive the Spirit of Christ in you. The exact same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Paul wrote about it in Romans chapter 8, verse 9 through 11. He said, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwells in you. He says, if you have not the spirit of Christ, then you are none of his. So in your spirit, I'm not talking about your physical man. I'm not talking about your outward man. I'm talking about your inward man. In your spirit, you are either 100% righteous or you're 100% lost. You're either 100% a child of God or you're 100% a child of the devil. You either have Christ living in you or you don't have Christ living in you. You know, the Bible says the body without the spirit is dead. When your spirit leaves your body, your body is going to go to the grave. But your spirit is either going to go to be in the presence of God Forever. Paul says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Or your spirit is going to be separated from God in eternity. And that's your choice. God gave each and every one of us the choice to believe on Jesus and receive him as our personal Lord and Savior. And when we do that, the spirit of Christ comes to live in us. Paul says this in verse 10, Romans 8. He says, if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is alive because of righteousness. If Christ is living in you today, your spirit is alive to God. 
And your, the Spirit of God bears witness with your spirit that you are a child of God. In verse 11, Paul goes on to say this, but if the Spirit of Him who raised up Christ from the dead dwells in you, He will give life to your mortal body by His Spirit that dwells in you. So first I have this question. Do you have the exact same Spirit of Jesus living inside of you today? Have you come to know Jesus? Have you come to know God through Jesus? Have you received eternal life? Do you have a personal, intimate relationship with God? Are you right with God? Have you been saved? Secondly, I have this question because there's another aspect of the Holy Spirit. And that's talking about the promise of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus called it the promise of the Father. And on the day of Pentecost, Peter, who had just denied Jesus three days earlier, got up and preached the very first message after the Holy Spirit was sent to the church. And he said, this Jesus that you have crucified, God has raised him from the dead, and he has sent forth this, which you now see and here, when he began to preach to them about Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they asked in verse 37 of Acts chapter 2, what must we do? And Peter said this in Acts chapter 2, verse 38. He said, repent. That means believe on Jesus. Change your mind. Turn your heart to God. He says, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus for the remission of sin." Now, baptism, we believe, is an outward sign of an inward change. You see, Paul talks about it in, the, in Romans chapter 6, and he says when we're baptized, we're saying, I died to sin, but now I live to God by the power of Jesus living on the inside of me. But then he says, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is a promise to believers. Jesus talked about it in Luke chapter 11 and verse 13. He said, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, even so will our heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. So I, I want to just ask you both those questions. Number one, do you have Jesus living on the inside of you? Is his spirit bearing witness with your spirit that you're a child of God? Do you know God? And number two, have you as a believer receive the gift of the promise of the Holy Spirit, the promise that God gives to each of us as believers. I want to ask you today, and I want to ask all of those who you know that you know that Jesus is your Lord and Jesus is your Savior. I want to ask you to pray a very simple prayer with me. You see, it's not hard to receive Jesus. He already did the work. All you have to do is believe. So I'm going to ask you to pray with me today. I'm going to ask everyone in this room. And if you pray this prayer and you mean it from the bottom of your heart, I believe that God will honor his word and you will be saved. You will have eternal life. You will have the gift of righteousness. You will have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. So just pray with me. Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died for my sins 
And I believe that you raised Jesus from the dead and made him Lord. And right now, I surrender my life to you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you for listening to the Karis Christian Center podcast. If you would like to receive prayer, product, or more information about the ministry, go to www.karischristiancenter.com or call us at 719-418-4000.